Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 wait. What day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruise Day Tuesday. Oh, fuck yeah! Grab a cold one. It's Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here is Drez and Huck. I'm scared. Yeah, this is this can's intimidating. It's a huge can. It's crowling. Ah. It's crowling at you. We got the crowler action going on on a Bruce Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. My name is Drez, and I'm in the Bear V. The Beer V is parked outside next to It's right to there. Their buddy, buddy. You can see it through the windshield. The Beer V and the Bear V are chatting. They get along While great. we're chatting. They do indeed. They do. They're good friends. So luckily, on our five-week excursion, we were able to cross paths. Uh, Huck, well, you're, I mean, how we're long are you two and a half weeks in. And how much further you got going? It'll be 20 days, maybe 21, so three weeks for us. That's a pretty good run. Oh, it's been a great run. Oh, here's my glass. We've made a uh, brewery every day. Well, at least one, multiples on some days. We've maybe, we probably averaged maybe a brewery every other day or something. If you added it all up, right. perhaps, perhaps, I don't know. We could spitball it and try and figure that out. But first things first, let's go ahead and uh, pour what we got. Tell me a little bit about what I, you just gave me a crowler from yeah, so, Stig's Brewery and Kitchen. Yeah, so we were in, went to a state park near Bain, what state was that? <laughs> Michigan, who knows? Anyway, Bain, we went to the state park, and we're driving through town, and there's a brewery. So we pull into the brewery, and it, as it actually lives, it had some prior knowledge. One of her co-workers uh, knew this was from around there and said we should go there because the brewer, the guy that owns the brewery, his his mother taught him in second grade. So we went in and, of course, talked to the guy about that. You know, that that his mother talked to him and he's like cool and all. But we sat there and tasted all the beers and had something to eat and it was delicious. But this particular beer was really good. I was going to say, and what, what's it called again? Sorry, I already handed it off. It's sappy something. Yes. You got to read the, you got to read the little label. It's written on there. It's slappy and happy. Sappy and happy. Sappy and happy. So I, the brewer sent in the bar and he says, you should go talk to the brewer. And I did. And I said, I really like this beer. And he goes, well, that's an interesting beer. I made it with uh, maple sap instead of water. He did no water. No at water. All? He used maple sap. So does it mean it's going to be like a mead, pretty much? I well, would no, imagine. No, not at all. It's no. It's a delicious beer. What's the ABV? Uh, eight six. He thought it was going to be about six and a half, but you couldn't tell how much sugar is in the sap. Yeah, the sugar. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna. So that's gonna bump it up. Right. Whatever he put in there for malt. The sugar bumped it up. So I think it's a pale ale style of beer, but it's really good because it's got the maple back mm. backbone to it. Interesting. And I've had like, since then, I've had two or three other beers with the maple, you know, that they use some maple sap in, but this was the best one. And this was in Michigan. Cause, I mean, you, it's, it's, it's near Charlevoix, Charlevoix, Michigan. So it makes sense because the, I, I think of maple, I think of Vermont, Canada and stuff, but I guess we are far enough north that. That would make sense that that's going to be more used in beer and all sorts of stuff up here. Yeah, I mean, the guy just, you know, he's cool. They had probably 22 beers on tap for a brewery. And the, it was right on, a, you know, it's on a lake, perfect tourist town, and the food was unbelievably good. 
So, I mean, this guy can sell all the beer he can make. So, he might as well like, make a lot of beer. Yeah, there you go. So, and he was there. He was there working. So, you know, that's always cool. Yeah. You'd see the owner. And that's, that's part of my thing about this trip is my trip was based on going to a lot of the big breweries, you know, the Three Floyds, the New, New Glarus, et cetera, et cetera. And I've been disappointed. Yeah. At those, you know, those two weren't open when I was there. That is one thing I've been running into because, you know, you're on the road every day of the week. A lot of the breweries aren't open on a Monday Correct. or a Tuesday or even a Wednesday. Well, Sometimes not even a Thursday. Well, New Glass is not open on a Saturday or a Sunday or a Friday night or a Thursday night. They only open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. They might as well be General Electric as far as I know. <laughs> I mean, that's so, give me a break. That's so strange. Right. So we couldn't even go there. Plus, they hate RVs. Uh, fact yeah. you need to know don't go there because you can't go there well that is one question I, I do want to delve into with you and your rv travels because i know that you're not doing the tow behind like i am but first let's talk about the beer that i got you real quick while we're uh, we're going around the hop so backheel beer company kind of ties in with about about how a lot of breweries aren't open on certain days so we were staying in uh i guess that was new hampshire and this brewery had the best marks on untapped over every other brewery around and they were no joke 0.4 miles from where we were staying we could walk there easily you could no, I'm just kidding. but unfortunately they weren't open on the days that we were going to be there so i was like man that really that sucks but then our harvest host guy the guy that we were staying with was like you know what they're pretty small operation and cool guys like you could you should just hit them up and see if they'll let you just pop by sure enough send him a message on facebook Peter got back to me saying, hey, yeah, I'll be here working on stuff if you want to just pop on by. So I was able to get in there and grab that one. The stash is king. Yeah, and their their theme is respect the stash. I got to love this brewery, you know. I've had a stash all my life. I shaved it off once, and Liz was like, I don't know who you are. You need to go find my husband and bring yeah. him back. Yeah, I think, I think I'm in the same boat now. I one time sh- shaved one time, and BB was like, don't ever do that again. Don't do that. What is wrong with you? They don't like that. That face is bad. I have no upper lip, apparently. <laughs> so Peter was telling me that that actually is a collaboration. I think they're first with a brewery that's just a, a hop, skip, and a jump from them, Garrison City, which is really you know well-established, been around a long time. And it's a, uh, it's a collaboration, and they're doing, I think it's a mustache contest. Oh, so yeah, it was this those. past weekend. I, I'm sure there's pictures on their Facebook or something about how it went, but an 8% double IPA. Uh, it says right here they use Enigma hops. And I'm trying to, oh, yeah, there it is. Thialized yeast strains. Do you know anything about brewing with thialized yeast Never strains? Never heard of it. I hadn't either. Which is strange because I've heard of everything. Yeah. So Peter was telling me, I guess it's sort of a way to really. Uh, bring out the citrus and fruity notes. So yeah. I don't know if you're picking up on that at all. Uh, when well, you're I, you what, I haven't tried that beer yet. So When I popped a tab, the first thing that hit me is just the wonderful, wonderful body and aroma to it. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I love these hops. I want to marry them. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like it just smells so good. And then it also tastes so good. Awesome. This is nice and thick, milkshakey. It's got everything you expect in a good IPA. Well, it sounds like you're almost ready to untap it, but let's hold off on that. But yeah, so shout out to Peter for opening the door, and I'm I, I think I very well could have that be the that could be the first can sold of that beer. I'm sure they sold more over the weekend, but I was able to get my hands on that over uh, last weekend. So getting back to the RV thing, we're on the road. You know, we got our our Class A motorhome, and we tow our CRV behind us to hop around to go to breweries or whatever. You're not doing that. You're just Doing this 
I mean, 20 day tour, three week tour, you said in just your RV. How has that been? I feel like that would be pretty challenging and limiting in well, certain well, aspects. No, really not at all. What the only time we've been limited was, as I said, new, new Glarus. That was the only spot the only you had spot an issue? that we had any trouble with. I do what we're doing now, towing sometimes, but we knew we would be driving almost every day. Um, we're getting ready to this weekend. We're going to the beach for two or three days. So we'll have to walk to the beach or whatever. But I think there's a big parking lot if it's not full. But everywhere we go, there's room. If you think about it, breweries got to have truck deliveries. So if you're just going in for a couple of beers, you can park you in front of the loading park dock. Park in front usually. of the loading dock, or you know, there's usually a turnaround space in the back. Almost always, you know, I'm better health wise as I can walk, you know, a quarter mile if I have to mm-hmm. to go to a brewery. So we do that, and we found in the towns that, like, we went to um, Great Lakes in Cleveland, and Cleveland is a nightmare for RVs. Okay? I was going to say that sounds if like that you would look not be on fun. The internet people are like, "Don't go there. They'll charge you twenty five dollars for a five dollar parking space." Blah blah blah. All you got to do is turn right or left in the middle of town and go three blocks. And there you will find a residential section. And in that residential section, there's whole strips of sidewalk you can park next to. And nobody cares. You got to be careful of the trees. You can scrape your, mm-hmm. you know, your side mirror off or other parts of your RV. But we have never had to walk more than three blocks. And in Cleveland, we only had to walk like two, what was it, two and a half. And it was great. I mean, Great Lakes Brewing, that was one of my bucket list know, bucket list classic been. breweries i want to visit and it was not a disappointment go in the basement if you go there all right yeah th- i i saw that beer and beer locked up in cages yeah they had the beer all locked up because it, it was so wild it would get away well that's well you said so beer so good they put it in, i was like really it almost seems like it'd be bad if it's in a, if it's in a yeah, jail it naughty. It's a little naughty beer nobody wants naughty beer See, I'm trying to think big one wise that we ended up doing, and, and we did a whole show about it. Was 12 percent, which is where they do Abomination, Fat Cat, Evil Twin is down there. We're trying to decide if we're going to stop there on the way home. You might, if you if you can, it's it's probably worth a stop, man. There's a lot of good beer there, but don't. I mean, unless you got somebody else, don't expect to get a lot of details about their Anything, operation. Yeah. Uh, they're a bit tight lipped well, on that. That was the other point I want to bring up is when I go to the big breweries, there's nobody there that knows anything. I mean, you cannot talk to... You're not going to find the you're brewer. You're not talking to a brewer. Yeah. You're not talking to an owner. You're not talking to even the manager. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally, you'll get a knowledgeable person that's working the bar. That's been there for a while. Right. Knows. I want to say it wasn't Great Lakes. It was, one, oh, it was Bell's, which has actually sold. I don't think Larry Bell owns it. But the person, the people in there were very well trained. They knew the product. They knew the history. So, I mean, that was good. But, um, you know, most of the time, I mean, the guy, the guy at Great Lakes was a great bartender, but I mean, he really didn't know anything about the history uh, of it. You know, I mentioned the, you know, the Christmas crack, the Christmas mm-hmm. sale. He's like, oh, we don't have that. And I'm like, well, you're serving it down at a, a thing right down the road right now. <laughs> it's Christmas in yeah, July or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, that's fine. But um, we did, we didn't buy a lot of beer at those kind of places, but we did get a lot of beer at the little breweries where we were talking to owners. We're staying at some of the breweries, and they're all just super nice. And I, I think that that's where people should start looking. I mean, I'm doing. I did this trip based on the big boys and girls, and but it's ended up that we're liking the little boys and girls. Yeah. So it's it's been a great trip, and I we got a few more days of it. Well, yeah, and so the you were talking about your staying at a lot of the breweries. Is that through Harvest Host? That's a thing that we utilize. Or are you doing it the old school way, and you just find a brewery you want to go to, call them up and say, "Hey, you got room?" No, we're doing old. School, we're doing the Harvest Host, the old school way. Like I said, it's not hard to get hold of anybody. Yeah. But what we do, and you know, we we don't really 
we're, we're getting near the end, so we don't care if we spend a lot of money. We like to have, if it's hot, we want the air conditioning. And mm-hmm. the generator is too loud with the air conditioner running. So if it's going to be a, a air conditioning night, we find somebody that's going to let us have electricity. Yeah. And actually, I was talking to this crazy guy at, at the laundromat, and he made a good point that I never thought about. If I run the generator all night at $4 a gallon of propane, I might as well pay $30 for a state park and use their electricity. If you're going to run it all night. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't done that. I mean, but you're right. Since we've been on the road, I've been doing the show, we've been needing electricity to do it. So so you're right. We've been running the AC. We've ran the AC more in one week of this trip than we did the whole six months that we were on on our trip back. It's just been so damn hot, man. It's been brutal. Even up this far this far north. Yeah, we had a couple of good days. Yeah, that's it. When we were up in top of uh, Minnesota, the upper peninsula michigan michigan upper upper peninsula of michigan looks like a fish it finally got cool it enough. was nice and cool all through there but we have to have, i have to have power to breathe that's right some power but i have set my batteries up so i can run enough of my devices to make it through two nights without having to recharge anything but after that i have to recharge and it takes a generator if i burn burn those batteries down like nine to twelve hours to recharge those batteries because they're so powerful Mm -hmm. so but it's we've been doing it like every other night staying somewhere but yeah we haven't boondocked once this trip but we found a lot of plus i'm old so i get half price at most of the state parks and oh see that's federal parks there you go yeah it's like 15 dollars with full hookups okay i'll do that yeah that's 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 fantastic i'd be all about that for sure so we have a like a a, what do you call it a, a, a grid we go by so we look for you know, core engineers, because they know what they're doing. Then we go after the state parks. Then we check, you know, the harvest host. Then we go to the boondocking sites, and then we just make a decision. Well, we got messed up on one in Stowe, Vermont, this campground. It's got 50 empty sites, but you can't book them. They're only there for a few minutes. And I called two days. I finally get this guy, and he's like, yeah, I got a site. Come on down. Somebody be here till 7. We get there at 630, and nobody's there. Sign says, close at 6. You can't take any sites. They might be reserved. Well, oh, so those two campers, you're going to have another 68 campers come in and fill all the empty sites that nobody got because you can't do it on the internet and you can't do it on a phone. Why would you do a campground like that? So did, did you just There's not a campsite with you turn around? No, we turned around with 30 miles. Huh. Ended up on Lake Champlain. It was nice. A couple good breweries over there. I'm just saying, though, there's not a campsite within 30 miles of Stowe. Not one site available. And this guy's got an empty campground in downtown Stowe. I won't, I won't glorify him with the name of the campground. Well, I, it's, you know, heck well, with him. Yeah, I mean, he's shut it down. Yeah, it sounds like it's a, it's pointless. It's a yeah. lost cause. Almost. It is. It's, it's can't, crazy. Can't even buy a site. But uh, yeah, it's tough. And you know, wherever you go, though, you you know, Saturday and Sunday, Friday and Saturdays are the worst. Yeah. And a lot of them, like you have two nights, which is fine. I'd love to, but I got a schedule, man. Yeah. Well, I gotta keep my schedule. You're like me. We've been going. We've been pretty go go go. I mean, I think we're averaging moving every 1.8 days on this trip so every couple days you know we'll yeah, we've moved a new spot. every day except that night i mean we were within 50 miles of where we were so i think that counts and we were in michigan for a bit but that was good we loved that upper michigan was unbelievable. so how many states have you hit on this trip i think the total will be 17 when we 17 finish. when it's all said and done yeah, 17 or 18 yeah My depends goodness. on whether i go into new jersey which is unlikely yeah, you guys are covering even more ground than us man that's impressive but just don't go to wisconsin whatever you do yes i what are you dogging on wisconsin what's the, what's the pattern I, I, to me i feel like well i guess you didn't go to milwaukee right that's a big beer town right it's fine go 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 to 
Michigan and take the ferry across and then go back. The roads are terrible. Mm-hmm. The people are buttheads. They're a bunch of northern rednecks. You know, the places aren't open that are there. The traffic is ridiculous. It's nobody on the road, and they're still messing with you. It's like you can, you know, and I don't go slow or anything. I'm just saying. They'll pull out in front of you. They don't care. Mm. Wisconsin, bad state. Don't go. Yeah, I guess it's not not for everyone, but... Uh, Michigan, good state. Go, go, go. Have you been to Jersey yet? No, we ain't not going there. You've been to Jersey in the RV? Oh, yeah. I've not been impressed? To, I've been to Jersey. I think I went through an RV one time. Well, kind of... Yeah, it's all right if you stay on the interstate. Actually, southern Jersey is pretty nice. They got a lot. I've been to Atlantic City. Yeah. In the RV? No, I don't think so. Oh, that's... It's been a while. We're, ta- we're talking RV traveling. Yeah, RV traveling. I went to Grand Rapids. Very good beer city. Yeah. We're going to have a beer in our next session from there. All right. Well, there's a decent enough segment. Let's go ahead and wrap this one up, man. Uh, we are sipping on some beers. I don't have the can anymore. It's Stiggs, I think is what Stiggs. it was called. Stiggs uh, out of somewhere in Michigan. Yeah, Boyd. Hand me this can. Hand me Boyne this can. City. It's sweating over here. We need to drink this bad boy. Stiggs Brewery and Kitchen, Boyne City, Michigan. This beer, it's unlike anything I've had before, man. I don't know if I've that's ever had a beer that's that doesn't have, so seriously, no water. I, that's just, I don't know that it had be, no water, but it was be mostly sap. It would be sap. so thick. It would be. I don't know. Sap is like water. I mean, it's basically, if you ever go to uh, Monterey they where they boil the sap. They didn't boil the sap. Yeah, they no. ju- okay, so just straight just sap. Straight sap. Oh. It's just like water. All right, well, now I can envisionize that. Yeah. All right. Well, either way, man, it's pretty, it's pretty sweet, both literally and figuratively. I mean, it does definitely mm-hmm. have a sweetness to it. There's no question about that. The guy that. literally got a moose and he hung little buckets of sap on the moose's antlers. And brought it back to the brewery like that. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That's badass. Well, it's it's also quite delicious. A beer like I've never had before. Sappy, too happy. Sappy and happy. Again, it's kind of smeared a little bit. But uh, this is pretty awesome, man. Unlike anything, I, I'll, I'll give it a four and a half. This is there you go. This is something else. That's cool. So I'm on the uh, stash is something. Stash is king. Stash is king. And uh, you can read it better than me. You say it's eight percent, eight percent. This double is a IPA, really good yeah. beer, double IPA. I give it a four seventy five. Four seventy five. Yeah, they did a really good job with this beer. Nice little collaboration. Yeah, there. I mean, That's, just, uh, I can just sniff it for a while. <laughs> Back, uh, Backhill uh, Brewing Company and Garrison City uh, Beer Works. So again, thanks to Peter for letting me get my hands on that. I really good, wanna, Peter. I really want to try that bad boy. So let's step aside. I Take guess a break. Are we going to play your go-to request that you always want to hear on the bear? Well, I don't, I don't, we were, well, we were going to we switch it up. Some good stuff. Yeah, just play that. Yeah, a little sob. A little sob. Yeah. All right. Give me every a drink. morning on the trip. No, no doubt about it. Well, uh, we're doing Bruce Day Tuesday with the Huckster uh, up here in the Bear V. The Bear V is parked behind us, so we're uh, we're butting up on the RV thing, and we're going to drink some more beers, tell some more stories right after this on one hundred five point three The Bear. So stick around. <laughs> 